Welcome, and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, Vice President of Site Engagement with the Society. SCRS Talks allows our partners and those that we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share exciting achievements, and learn about our community. SCRS recently held its fourth annual Global Oncology Site Solutions Summit down in Austin, Texas. It really was an incredible two-day event with actionable insights and best practices specific to those in oncology clinical research. Today, I'm lucky to be here with Peter Fredette, a long-standing member of the SCRS Oncology Program and our new Global Oncology Summit Chair, to discuss some of the highlights from this year's conference and what we can expect for future of the program. Peter, please take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure. First, thank you so much for hosting this. I really appreciate you. My name is Peter Fredette, and I work in site relationships and strategic site network development for IQVIA. Uh, I have been working in drug development for almost 25 years now. My training and career start are rooted in preclinical toxicology and translational science, um, and I've been working in oncology clinical research for the last two decades. Uh, I've been, as you said, a proud supporter of SCRS from the beginning, and I was one of many that uh, helped create and launch the SCRS Oncology Program. Thanks, Peter. So speaking to the summit, right, again, it was a awesome event, lots of actionable insights and, and truly inspiring stories. But what stood out at that summit to you this year? Uh, and what do you see as the future of that summit, kind of looking at present and, and again into the future? Yeah, SCRS summits are my favorite professional events every year. <laughs> Unfortunately, the lingering effects of the pandemic stood out. Getting together in person in, in large groups is still working its way back to normal. But um, fortunately, as with all prior SCRS oncology summits, the conference was full of experience and best practice sharing. I, I love to see all the important site-centric industry collaborations forming and evolving. There were celebrations of successful initiatives as usual, right? We, we love to celebrate those that change thinking and move the needle. There were patient stories told and uh, a continuing focus on patient centricity, which all makes us happy. Of course, uh, networking opportunities that are simply not possible virtually and going forward, we'll focus on continuing these I mean, such critical components and critical themes of the Oncology Summit. What I think we can expect to shift and evolve uh, is the intent of the collaborations that form and the breakout session content. Everyone that does this work knows that oncology clinical research is getting exceedingly complicated and oncology clinical research sites globally are struggling to really meet the needs of the R&D innovation. Clinical research sites are arguably the linchpin to the entire industry of R&D. Most in the industry now uh, seem to have some focus on what research sites really need to be sustainable. Many of us are working to, let's say, future-proof that landscape. It's it's really exciting. And uh, all this kind of rallying around research sites is what I see as being the major themes in future oncology summits. And as you know, that's exactly what the SCRS oncology program is all about. So really great. 
Yeah, absolutely, Peter. And emphasizing the point that you made, I think is important here around how valuable the sites are in this equation and continuing to garner and respect their engagement in these events, um, as well as the oncology clinical trial enterprise as a whole, I think is a really important vision for us, if you will. Peter, you know, a big congratulations on receiving the chair position. We're very excited to have you leading that division of the work that we do within SCRS. But looking back to the oncology program, as you had mentioned, you've been a active member of that for several years now. What have been some of the highlights from being part of that program? Um, and again, looking forward here, what are you looking forward to working on as the, the current chair? Oh, one of my favorite topics. So thank you so much. It, it's always wonderful to work with SCRS, but wow, um, such an honor to be able to be the board chair for the 2023 summit. Those that know me know that I gain strength and passion from human interaction. I'm a relationship builder. I'm an endless collaborator. So it's an easy answer uh, that the people are the highlight. Past and present board members, recent board chairs, Arjuna Sandy, uh, research site staff, CRO colleagues, biopharma innovators, patients, patient advocates, all the tech providers, fellow site advocates, and of course, you know, the entire SCRS crew. The, the networking within this community is endless. So for me, that's always a highlight. Working with these people is one of the most rewarding experiences of my career. Uh, the SCRS Oncology platform really has been designed to amplify the voice of the oncology clinical research sites, right? Support su site sustainability, promote site centricity, um, all with a focus on oncology drug development. We've been doing just that. So I certainly look forward to continuing and evolving that mission. But putting the human component out there for all those listening that are not SCRS oncology members, inquire how to become one, please. For those that are members, step forward for involvement in program creation. We want to and need to hear your voices. We want to amplify those voices. We want to promote content by you, not simply for you. We want to create engagement and educational opportunities with you and not pump out content on assumptions. Only as a society will we grow in strength and only as a community will we be able to make change. So to get back to your question, what am I looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to meeting with and engaging with all the new members and helping tie them into the tireless and impactful work of our existing community. That's a great message, Peter. We can't wait really to get more sites involved with the oncology program. And I appreciate your emphasis on what we can do to involve the ones that we do have, right? What can we do to support the members and the community that we have built so far? But what can we do um, as an oncology program to reach the potential members, right? Those that we can potentially help and support and, and provide uh, the resources that SCRS does to advance the work that they're doing. So I, I look forward to collaborating with you on that work as we move into the rest of 2022 and 2023 and beyond. So 
Speaking about oncology as a therapeutic area, right, as a, as a broader umbrella, uh, not just the oncology program, but what do you think is next for oncology overall? Or what are some strong trends that we're starting to see in this space that our listeners can kind of hone their focus into uh, in the coming years? So in an attempt to not talk about this for hours and hours, as I, as I mentioned before, uh, oncology R&D is getting more complex by the minute. Trends in oncology R&D and clinical care guidelines just change so fast. At the institutional level, oncology clinical research sites are suffering from tech overload, from disparate systems and data sources. Uh, We talk a lot about staffing and uh, experience professional shortages across the industry, even protocols with ever-decreasing smaller subsets of patients as therapies become more targeted. And at all at the same time, we're focusing efforts on diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? We have an increased demand for more experience and higher throughput, while at the same time lacking the right infrastructure and professionals needed to make all of these things work. So that's a trend that we don't want to continue. Many in our industry uh, rely heavily on historical trend data and long-standing SOPs. I believe that what was happening in oncology clinical research prior to the pandemic on many fronts and in many countries around the world, it may not be relevant or directional anymore, right? Do we want to do things the same way we did? I don't think so. So I believe there's a trend to be had there. I believe there will be efforts towards more real-time analytics and a reworking of many of the operational aspects of how trials are not only assessed for feasibility, but subsequently run, managed. I believe really there'll be a trend towards efficiency because we can't afford to and don't have the time to reinvent the wheel or even ask the same question twice, right? All this is going to take time. Um, The industry, I think, will need a little patience. It's not something we're known for, but the industry needs to focus on site support more than ever. We are seeing that as a trend. So I'm beyond thrilled to see all that uh, focus and work and collaboration that is already heading in that direction. Um, Some have called it an industry tailwind. Uh, And I can assure you, I've got my sale up. There's a lot to pull out of that, right, uh, Peter? I I appreciate there's um, things that we need to be cautious about, right? Items and and trends that we need to to look towards that are um, things, again, that we should look to as warning signs or uh, areas that we need to address so that they don't get out of hand. Uh, Trial complexity is a great example of that. But then there's also positive trends, which I appreciate as well, around patient and site engagement and the direction that we're heading there. I think if we were to look back, to your point, Peter, across the entire lifespan of the SERS oncology program and how it has followed the trends of oncology clinical trials as an enterprise. Um, we would see that there's been a lot of development in that space. So I appreciate um, I appreciate that that comment there, and, and look forward to, like you said, hoping that those positive trends continue to grow, and we can address and tackle kind of strong arm the um, the ones that we're seeing that might not be so positive. 
Peter, as we begin to come to a close here with our our discussion and appreciating your your time and your presence here with us today, what are your highest priorities to ensuring success for oncology research sites? Well, we use the term site sustainability a lot, right? In in our SCRS community, myself included. But really, that should be a minimum. My priority with SCRS Oncology, the summit, and honestly, as a career, is really site thriveability. I know that's not a word, but um, if we as an industry can accept the fact that every site is unique and can implement ways to do our work that embraces that individuality instead of trying to force a one-size-fits-all landscape, then I think that's a good first step. That should be a high priority for all of us. Um, A lot of work is needed on standards, things like data standards, template standards, profiling standards, right? We, We can't all cook our own soup. That's a big piece of it. Another is Uh, building more professional development and networking opportunities for healthcare workers that are looking to get into or seek advancement in oncology research, quite frankly, in any research. Constantly building a base of research professionals is a must to sustain. Do this well and consistently, thriving becomes a likely outcome. Third, I'll say that the industry needs to really double down on all efforts toward interoperability. It's a theme that surfaced quite a bit during this year's summit. It's well documented that oncology clinical research sites simply can't bear the burden of unconnected and disparate technologies and data analytics. So that still needs a lot of work. And lastly, I'll say that It'll be an ongoing priority to increase membership in the SCRS oncology community. I know we talked about this already, but it's important to reiterate. Increase the site presence at the summits. Promote collaborations and content that can help the industry come together in a system where everyone thrives. That's an excellent place to leave things, Peter. I, I uh, again, appreciate your strong messaging around what we as a collaboration are trying to do in this space and, and where we really need to put our focus as a program um, and, and what that needs to be. So I know that for a fact that the SCRS Oncology Program will be successful under your leadership in the coming year. So thank you um, for, for those comments. Peter, I want to, again, thank you as well for your participation today and for you being here, talking to us about the summit, talking to us about some of the trends with the program and with oncology overall. Um, your insights are always tremendously valuable. And uh, I look forward to, um, again, working with you in the future. So thank you for being here. Thank you very much, Jimmy. And thank you to the entire SERS community. Well, everyone, make sure that you register for upcoming summits like our Global Site Solutions Summit being held October 7th through the 9th down in Hollywood, Florida, by visiting the summit page on our website, myscrs.org. While you're there, make sure to check out our other SCRS publications for our community in the publications section. We appreciate your participation in today's program and looking forward to having you join us for more great content in the future. Thanks for listening.